going to text somebody, and this is related to the new segment. Okay. But, yeah. <laughs> what? Uh, welcome to the XYZ Podcast, the podcast where we talk about... Um, Entertainment and the creative process. Entertainment and the creative yeah. podcast. Uh, I'm Zach. I'm your Z. I'm Eco. I'm the Y. And today the X Factor is who knows? Who knows? Who knows? Who I'm knows? gonna send this text really quickly. Yeah, we. Uh, I mean, what we did uh, last week, we kind of uh, we watched a couple of movies. We watched Macbeth, the Patrick Stewart version, um, the Stalinist uh, horror movie. Patrick Stewart. Yeah, I guess there was some horror elements. Yep. Yeah, we just hung out. We watched... Uh, yep, and then we watched that, and then we also watched uh, Spider-Man 2, the Tobey Maguire Yeah, the Sam Raimi's Spider-Man 2. Yep. I, I don't really want to associate it with Tobey Maguire, who, as far as I'm concerned, is the worst part of those movies. <laughs> uh, I, think, I think he worked for those movies, but he wasn't really fun, but I guess that was uh, the point. I... That, that's what I don't like, though. Yeah. Why are you going to have a not-fun Spider-Man? <laughs> it's just like... So you, my whole thing with Spider-Man is, you know, he's like this dorky little mopey guy, and then he gets an outlet to just, like, be himself and to be fun. Yeah. And to just, like, destroy all pretenses while he puts on this mask. Yep. And in the Tobey Maguire Spider-Man, uh, which are, I think, sorry, the Sam Raimi Spider-Man, as I said. <laughs> Tobey yeah. Maguire's interpretation of Spider-Man, which maybe you could also blame Sam Raimi or whoever wrote the script. I'm not entirely sure he got the screenwriting credit. But, you know, Spider-Man just has the same exact personality as Peter Parker, you know? It's just like, I feel like the best Spider-Man stories are told with lev- levity balanced with angst. And, and those movies are all angst. And uh, there's a lot of things I like in them. There's some levity. Uh, it's all in J. Jonah Jameson. Oh, there's there's a lot of levity. It's I mean, like yeah, it doesn't come from Toby's portrayal, but yeah. I mean, it plays off of it. I mean, like, like I feel like Spider Man's fun when he like sometimes he he gets mopey and angsty, but yeah. some, you know he, yeah. he he has an outlet, and that outlet is putting on a mask and being Spider Man. True. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I can see if you, if that's what you love about Spider Man, then yeah, I can see how. Especially too. I mean, I like. I I really enjoyed it. It's a, it's a good movie. Um, yeah, it was a, it was definitely better than I remembered. And by than I remembered, I mean I've only seen the first half of Spider Man Two ever because yeah, yeah. I hated Spider Man One so much when I first saw it. Okay, yeah. Uh, that I just had no interest in seeing for the too. same reasons. I assume basically that's yeah. That's in and then I don't know. I just fucking hate Tobey Maguire, and I'm not a big fan of Kirsten Dunst. Uh, okay, yeah. And they're the two main characters. Yeah, uh, they were they were like, like Willem Dafoe. They were both, uh, yeah. Kirsten and Toby were both kind of uh, very, pretty, pretty mopey in in, in two. And I, and I don't. They they just they feel so flat to me. Yeah. Them. I guess Kirsten Dunst maybe not so much, but just like in that one, okay. But I think in one it felt. I mean, I don't have that. Yeah. I, I saw one before this, but I I mean that was like years ago as well. But my memory of her and that was that she was just very, yeah, very flat. For me, it seemed like she was tired and stoned the whole yeah. time. Yeah. Uh, I, I also, I'm just, I, I always jump in about how much I, I, I think these movies are overrated. Uh, but, like, the thing is, people do love them, and I think in a lot of technical ways, they are great. Uh, there's just a lot of things that I don't like, and I kind of like to pick those apart, because I've just never, I don't know. <laughs> I prefer to Andrew Garfield's portrayal. I think those movies get a lot of flack, and that's because they are bad movies. Uh, I think the first one's fine. I think the first one's fine. But the the difference is that Andrew Garfield and Emma Stone are just so much fucking better than Tobey Maguire and Kirsten Dunst. Okay. That that okay. is that that is how it is for me. That's my my feeling. Okay. I, okay. I don't know. I don't know. Have you seen those ones? No. No. Okay. I, that that was like a reboot, like of this thing that just happened five years ago. Yeah. Like I was like, no, I'm not. I'm not. I'm not on board for this. <laughs> well, I feel like when yeah. the first one came out, people were like, oh, this is fine. There were some people who were like, oh, this doesn't live up to this Sam Raimi ones. But since I already hated the Sam Raimi ones, yeah. that wasn't a thing for me. Um, but I feel like people didn't really pile on the first one until the second one came out. Because the second one is just legit everything that's wrong with superhero movies. Okay, yeah. Uh, it's just it's it's just like a needless cash grab. It's that's really bad. That would, be, that would be an interesting research watch just to... Just like skim it for yeah. the lulls. Um, yeah. So for my part, I liked. I I, did, I really enjoyed Spider Man Two. It was cool. 
Um, it's, I mean, you know, I don't have that necessarily that association with Spider-Man being like his alter ego and needing to. So I was like, oh, I can really, I, you know, I feel for this guy who's like just depressed because he feels like he needs to sacrifice his life to be the hero. Yeah. And then he, and then. Well, that, that, like, like, that's a great beat. And I, yeah. 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 That's a good beat. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's a good character. I, I really enjoyed also the visual the visual comedy in that like the one of the best bits is like the um, him working Peter Parker working the gala and like constantly getting scooped for the app, appetizers well, that was such a good that's such a good visual gag <laughs> yeah yeah there, there, okay yeah there is a lot of levity it yeah. just doesn't really come from Spider-Man Peter Parker himself yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. it's uh, like it's stuff around him happening and it's it's casting the it's casting the light on his depression even more. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it, it kind of makes him look like a sad sack at, at certain times. Oh yeah, he yeah he most definitely is. Yeah. And then the funny yeah yeah of course you know him running out of the uh, I mean this is spoilers but whatever I mean it's it's an old movie and the, him running out of his uh, webbing and I was like wait is it, does he make that or is that and then you're like it's biological it's all a metaphor for him not being able to get it up. I'm like, <laughs> Oh my god. Yeah, he he, he doesn't have his manhood because Spider- he can't shoot webs. Spider-Man has ED shooting yeah. blanks. Psst, psst, psst. He's, he's literally shooting blanks. Shooting blanks. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and then, of course, there's the other visual metaphor, which is the train scene where he's uh, he's basically Jesus. Oh yeah, he's holding it up. His arms are... are in the cross. cross. And then yeah. after after like he stops it and like collapses, you know, the people... <laughs> lift him up and like pass him over like crowd surfing style like i i, I don't is that a, is that a religious thing because i i see that i feel like that's from that's i feel like, religious... like look i don't know the new testament and jesus yeah uh, i feel true. like there's a thing where after he died people may have carried him or something yeah. i don't know it, it's definitely a jesus metaphor of some yeah sort. i feel like that's part of that so yeah so yeah that was very heavy-handed <laughs> i mean Spider-Man, he's Jesus now. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I mean, so the re- I mean, it was heavy-handed. I got it, and I'm like, okay, yeah, this is somewhat clever. Yeah. I, I didn't hate it, basically. Like, if it was even worse, I mean, it wasn't so bad that I hated it. It was just very heavy-handed. There, there's a lot of parts in that scene that I do really like, though. Because yeah. I, I do like, whenever a superhero does, like, a feat... Yeah, you know, like just a feat of strength or just yeah. something where they do where they do the impossible. It's not it's not necessarily defeating a villain, but it's something where it seems like all hope is lost and lives are about to yeah. end. And it's just like a small moment of they're just. It seems like they're not strong enough, and then they are strong enough. Like when it's done in a really great way, yeah. that is one of my favorite things about the superhero genre and that's a great moment for that and then at the end everyone is so impressed by that feat of strength that his mask comes off and they're like hey don't worry we won't tell anybody that you're one of the 800,000 men in New York who are between the ages of 18 and 25 (laughs) and have brown hair yeah Uh, (laughs) yeah yeah because we, <laughs> yeah. Well, they also they also stand between. I mean, they don't. They doesn't do much, but they stand between him. Oh and yeah, him. yeah. They, it's they, a good scene. I mean, it's like they he stand between him. Yeah, he, uh, he gives them. He gives them all their. You know, he inspires them to be heroes in their own way. You know. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, it reminded me a little bit of this is. I don't know. There, there's a moment in the Amazing Spider-Man, the first. Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. The Andrew, Andrew Garfield yeah. one, where. Um, he like saves a kid, and the dad's like, "Thanks, Spider Man." And then later on, I guess th- this is me. I it's been a minute since I've seen this movie, so yeah. I might be remembering it wrong. But then um, later on, uh, Spider Man needs to get to like the top of a tower that's a mile away, super quick. But there's nowhere real good to be um, a web to to, to web sling from. And it turns out the dad, whose kid he saved earlier. Uh, is like construction worker, and he's like, "Hey, don't worry, Spider Man, we got this." And they move all these cranes in order, uh, and like it doesn't make any realistic sense, but it is like a really cool moment of somebody in the public, even though you know Spider Man's not always beloved by the public. Yeah, so it's somebody who's directly affected by him, just being like, "Oh, we're gonna help you out now." Yeah, you know, I always, I always love seeing those moments. Yeah, it's cool. Yes, yeah. and like the overall theme of it was pretty cool, which was, uh, I mean, for it's you know keep keeping secrets from the people you love and then how that uh how that can destroy somebody and then and then like you're revealing it you think it's gonna be this big thing and then it's like not (laughs) and even to the public where they see his face they're like oh yeah like he's just a kid like whatever we got you (laughs) 
So you had mentioned after we uh, watched this that you were going to see Far From Home soon. Have you seen Far From Home? I still haven't yet. I still okay. All right. Never mind. Uh, so no, no, no <laughs> it was just a, a few things you were saying were reminding me of a few things that happened. In Far okay, From Home. Yeah. But I don't want to. I don't want to. I don't. I think there are some things that are best left to surprise. Yeah. Okay. In Far From cool. Home. Yeah. I see. I still need to see that. Yeah. I might see that tomorrow. I'm not sure. You just see it. It's it's fun. If you do you like you like homecoming? Yeah, I like homecoming. Yeah. It's a yeah. Good movie. Uh, I think yeah, Far From Home. If you liked homecoming, if you liked those characters, uh, Far From Home's great. Far from home. Uh, I think I think my biggest issue with like the, the new Spider Man thing is just I just want him to be his own character and not to be um, Tony Stark Jr. Oh yeah, yeah. Because that really bothers me. Because, okay. I don't know, Spider-Man's such an iconic character, why does he have to live in the shadow of a lesser character? <laughs> like, who's obviously been built up in this specific yeah, universe. of course, yeah, yeah. But, um, it's just like, he's his own thing, and, I don't know, Iron Man wasn't a big deal until his movie came out. Yeah. Uh, Spider-Man's always been a huge deal. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and it kind of, I don't know, it irks me, we don't get to see him go on Spider-Man. Like, we get to see him do new things, which, you know, after we've had... 8 billion Spider-Man movies, it's great to see Spider-Man movies that do something a little different, Yeah. but at the same time, if we're establishing Spider-Man in this, the one true Marvel universe or whatever, I mean, you kind of want to see Spider-Man doing Spider-Man things. <laughs> yeah, but isn't, like, isn't there, like, it's multiverse implications and stuff? Um, I mean, I guess. There, I mean, I mean there's gonna be, that they so they just released the Doctor Strange uh, title. Okay. The title to the new Doctor Strange. Okay, yeah, yeah. Well, amongst many other Marvel news. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and it's... Have you heard about this? No. Go ahead. No. You can, you can tell me. Oh, uh, no, this isn't really... Yeah, I mean, no, it's no, just cool. Comic-Con news. Yeah. Uh, Doctor Strange in the multiverse of madness? Oh, okay. Yeah, so they're really gonna lean heavy yeah, yeah, in yeah, the yeah. multiverse. So, so, I mean, yeah. It's like, uh, this is just, yeah, one... Yeah. And I did see the thing about the thing I did see was like um, uh, Natalie Portman coming back as Thor. Actually. Yeah, I'm just amazed she's coming back. Yeah, she clearly did not give two fucks about being a Marvel universe. I yeah. think it's you know it's because they gave her nothing to work with. Yeah, of course. Uh, yeah, I mean, in what like in the first Thor, it was she she got an okay part, right? But then two, it was just like what, like why why even be here? Yeah, yeah. And, like, her being in 2 was part of why 2... It, it just... She felt, like, shoehorned in. Like, yeah. she felt like a plot device more than a character. I don't yeah. know. And Natalie Portman does feel like this actress who's really great when she's 100% in. Yeah. But if she's not 100% in, uh, you you can, like, feel her doing a performance for a paycheck. Yeah. <laughs> That's kind of my feeling about her. Like, I think when she's great, she's amazing. She's one of the best actresses we have. Yeah. And then other times... It's just, uh, you know, you can feel this way with other actors, and I think maybe it's just because the Thor movies have, uh, I don't know. It's but so I think it's so clear. Like, like I, think, yeah. I think she was she was in to the first one. I think at some points she was a little into it, and I think at other <laughs> points, no, okay, yeah. not so much. Okay, uh, I, I don't. I think she was giving like a like a like a B minus. Okay, yeah, you know, I think I think we can very much. When like we can get an A plus from Natalie Portman. Okay, yeah. What, you know? what, was, what, what would your reference movie for that be? Like Black Swan. Okay, I haven't seen that. Actually. You haven't seen Black Swan? Uh, it's it's cool. Okay, it's, yeah, it's but great. okay. That's... I'm trying to think like because there are other ones because like my big ones I, like I, I I feel like she's also given us a B minus at best in the Star Wars movies. Too. Okay, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. but I feel like in most other things I've seen her in. Uh, she's been really great, and I'm blanking on a lot well, of. I, those. The other one I can remember is V. For uh, v for Vendetta. Yeah. I feel like I feel like she's given us a great performance. Okay, v for yeah, Vendetta. Yeah. I remember. That um, I, like I think I, I think she's one of our great actresses, and I think she's gonna give us a good performance in this new Thor movie because yeah. I think she probably saw Thor Ragnarok. And she was like, and she was like, "Holy shit, this is so much better than those two movies." I was <laughs> yeah. Uh, even though uh, I think Thor one's amazing, but I mean, Thor Ragnarok's just another level. And yeah. she probably watched that and she was like, "This look, this movie." Looks like they're having fun. She, she called up her old buddy Chris Hemsworth. Yeah. She was like, hey, man, uh, saw you did this movie without me. Looks like you're having fun. Can, can I can I be a part of this? 
Um, and they're also giving her like an actual role that yeah. has agency. Yeah, she's uh, now the new Thor. Yeah, Mighty instead Thor of is, yeah. just being a love interest, like she's on yeah. record. Yeah, and this is like the reason she didn't do more Thor, more Marvel stuff since then is that she when she signed up she was it was under the understanding that her role wouldn't be just a love interest yeah. and that's what it was are there any are there any like big female like or just any big roles in the marvel universe that are just a love interest i mean mary jane watson no i mcu mcu that are just a love interest like pepper kind of but even not even not that much like yeah yeah, yeah, yeah and yeah, she's yeah, not yeah. that like a that that big of a part compared to natalie portman's roles as jane I mean, well, I mean, far from, yeah. Sorry. Oh, uh, I mean, I mean, okay. Yeah, 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 no, no. Mary Jane is more than a love interest yeah, in yeah, the Mar- yeah. Marvel Cinematic Universe, I'd say. Uh, oh, you, so MJ, not, but not. Oh, yeah, because she's not Mary Jane anymore. Yeah, she's, she's just Michelle. Michelle, okay, right. Uh, well, but I mean, she doesn't do that. I mean, okay, like, yeah, but yeah, she's yeah, still yeah. Yeah, yeah. I'm just like. Like as top billing, was she a top billing role for Far From for 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 sorry Homecoming? So like the, the, there's the two love interests. I forget yeah. the uh, I forget their names. But there, there's the other one who I think is Liz Allen. Liz Allen, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, the Vulture's daughter. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. She, I guess, is just a love interest. Well, yeah. no, 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 no even also... even then, like she does okay, like. I mean, she's a much more minor role in that movie than yeah, then, uh, Natalie Portman is yeah, in Jane, the four yeah. movies. And I guess she... That's that's kind of what I'm she saying. She does right? more in those movies than Liz Allen did in Homecoming. Sure. Uh, yeah. Well, I mean... You gotta see Far From Home. Uh, yeah, okay. It's because, like, I don't want to say anything about Far From okay, Home. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> but, uh, um, yeah, like, for such a big role to just be a love interest, that's kind of disappointing, you know? Yeah. yeah, like, 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 you know, because she definitely did some stuff in Thor one, yeah. like actual stuff. Yeah, actual. And stuff. In Thor two, it was let's put a substance in her. And now she's in a coma for half the movie. Yeah, and, and Thor's very mopey about her. Yeah, and and he's gonna ask his mommy for advice about her. Yeah, and well, I mean, <laughs> yeah, yeah, uh, yeah, basically. <laughs> I, it's been a while since I've seen Thor 2. Uh, no. I feel like a lot of my memory from it comes from Endgame at this point. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it's a mutual dumping. Huh? So that was that's from Ragnarok. It's a mutual dumping. <laughs> uh, I forgot about that. Oh, man. Oh, that'll be cool. And that'll probably wrap into, like, the um, multiverse stuff. Okay, yeah. I bet maybe she's, like, the Thor of another... Oh, it could be. Yeah, right. It might not be the. Might not be the same. Jane it might Foster. be another universe as Jane Foster. Yeah. Okay. That's po- we'll see. I mean, anything is possible. Anything. Yeah. Uh, it could be that they. I don't know. I don't think they're going to do what happened in the comics when she became Thor. Okay. Which is he just uh, for whatever reason Thor was unworthy and then oh, okay. uh, she picked it up. I mean, that could be possible because I mean Thor is still. I mean Lebowski Thor. Oh yeah, that's true. But he was able. He, he was, was worthy. He was worthy. He well. was worthy. Yeah, yeah. yeah, and now he, there's two of those. Yeah. Two of those hammers. And he, well, he well, made. Okay, I mean, yes. No, I guess Mjolnir's technically still broke. Oh yeah, because he, he had to give it back. Oh yeah, because yeah. because Cap had to go and give it back. Yeah, he had to go send it back in time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. And he's gonna be part man. Of the, it's all coming back now, huh? And somehow he's gonna be part of the Guardians as Guardians. Of the They're Guardians. gonna do. Yeah, they haven't. Yeah. They didn't announce that one. Okay. So you don't know any of this Comic Con announcement. There's a new Blade coming out. Did you? Know I that? saw that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. I saw. My, I don't know how to pronounce his name. Mar- Mar- Mahershala. Mahershala. Okay. Ali? Mahershala Ali. Yeah. Uh, he's technically already in the Marvel Cinematic Universe yeah. as who? He played a villain in Luke Cage. Oh. Uh, like, but I think those movie, those TV shows are just they kind of knock them out of canon a little bit. Yeah. And also, characters can look the same. Yeah, that too. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't realize that he was the. See, like the only role I've actually se- I'd actually seen him in was um was in House of Cards. Oh yeah, that's what I first saw. Him. Yeah, that's what I first saw. He's been in a lot of shit recently. What He's I, really good. What I didn't realize was so like I I I saw his name a lot for the um the Green Book I think. Yeah. yeah, yeah, because that was some controversy. So, so I saw his name. Well, on. yeah, but you know, uh, he was best supporting actor in that. Yeah, I think yeah. he won, right? I think so. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I mean, he was in Moonlight. He was really good in Moonlight. He was only in there for uh, like a little okay. bit of the movie. I didn't yeah. 
Um, yeah, I didn't realize that. So I, I knew the name from from Green Book, and then I didn't realize that that was the person who played. You know, yeah, yeah. Like, he's been in a been shit ton of things already. Recently. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, he's gonna be Blade. He he's blown up. Yeah, apparently, right after the Oscars, right after Green Book, he yeah. just called Marvel and basically asked if he could be Blade. Oh yeah. So they just were just like, all right, fine, we'll make a Blade movie, and you'll be in it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Then there's like I know there's Simo Liu for um, Shang Shang Chi. Shang Chi. Yeah. 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 Which uh, is which is another one of those like Twitter things, right? Do you see that the might have been a meme, but just like a, the screenshot of his Twitter thread, right? Uh, I saw one that was like. Uh, one the only tweet I've seen from him was something along the lines of like, yeah, a week ago uh, I was eating shrimp crackers. Uh, oh, it's not that. No, no, okay. it's a tweet where it's like Marvel, me for Shang Chi, basically, and it's like twenty sixteen oh, yeah. or whatever fifteen. It's like a couple years ago, and then like to d- then the next tweet and thread is like, oh shit, well I guess that happened. <laughs> <laughs> That's really funny. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I I I don't know him from that. anything else though. Like, what I, is he? Apparently, he's been. in some. Like sitcom, I think. Okay. I don't really know. I've never heard of him. Okay, yeah. Uh, I, I but, either, so. Yeah. Cool. yeah. Uh, I mean, it sounds cool. It's going to revisit, uh, or not revisit, but they're going to actually do the Mandarin, you know, from Iron Man. Oh, okay, Green. yeah, yeah. Um, Instead so of I, being the fake out one. Yeah. So I don't know. Did you did you see the one shots when you were doing all your Marvel watching? No, I I know of them, but like it got confusing trying to find the right ones. So there's this one it, that takes place right after Iron Man three called All Hail the King. Okay. Where Sam Rockwell as Justin Hammer, I think, okay, uh, shows up, but I'm not. That's not important. The point is they go see Ben Kingsley in jail, and he watches this video. Because he's been posing as the supervillain, as the Mandarin. Yeah. And in the comics, uh, the Mandarin, uh, especially in the earlier days, was one of uh, Iron Man's like biggest villains. Actual, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, but you know, there's a lot of um, there's a lot problematic with that villain, and he had like sure, ten yeah. rings that gave him powers. Yeah. Uh, and in so in Iron Man one, the people who kidnap him are the ten rings. Right. Yeah. yeah. That's what they're called, um, and it's named after that. But also in Iron Man three, he the Ben Kingsley pretends to be the Mandarin. Yep. Uh, so in this one shot, um, I think he he gets broken out of jail or something. Uh, basically, he gets threatened in jail by the real Mandarin, yeah. who's just like a voice on a computer or something. Yeah. Okay. Uh, who's uh, much more scary and badass, and so that se- that's that felt like one of those loose threads from the Marvel universe that they kind of just decided to ignore. Yeah. But. Uh, from the sounds of the Shang-Chi movie, they're going to revisit it. And I think in a Shang-Chi movie, I mean, I shouldn't speak to this, but I don't know. It, it feels like it might work Better. less problematically than it would okay, have been yeah, in a yeah. man movie. Yeah, <laughs> I don't yeah, know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, yeah. I mean, if you think about like global narrative, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I get that, yeah. Yeah, also Shang-Chi... Although I, I don't know anything about these franchises. Yeah, so Shang-Chi know. doesn't, like, I, I, I couldn't name a single supervillain of his. Right. Uh, if I'm being honest, I've, I haven't really read a Shang-Chi comic. I've seen him in other comics. Because, uh, like, he'll do, he'll show up. He was an Avenger recently. Okay. That was a cool, it was an arc where there were about 30 Avengers okay. on the team. Uh, but he was, it was his first time ever being an Avenger, so they spotlighted him a little bit. Okay, yeah. And he got this cool superpower where he got to duplicate. Because he doesn't have superpowers, he's just the best martial artist on Earth. You mean, what do you mean duplicate then? Is then like he just makes a copy of himself? Yes. Okay. Uh, so suddenly, instead of just being one of the one best martial artist, there were like thirty of him. Okay. It was like a really small part of this Avengers count. Okay. So, okay. Yeah. Okay. Uh, and it only showed up a couple times. Okay. Uh, I guess but, is there, yeah. Is there, huh? is there any other Comic Con stuff? Uh, I mean, that's just. I, mean, I, I just saw. I mean, I guess I saw like the timeline. I didn't really read into it. Yeah. Uh, that well, what they plan to release for Phase Four. Yeah, it's just like uh, some Disney Plus shows like Hawkeye, Black Widow. Oh, yeah. Or no, yeah, Black yeah, Widow's yeah, a movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Loki, the What If series. Yeah, There's yeah. the Eternals movie. Okay. Uh, Falcon and Winter Soldier, which is actually should just be like, I guess it should be called Cap and the White Wolf now. Uh, yeah. I guess. Yeah. Yeah. Technically, but, you know. Uh, apparently Baron Zemo. Yeah, Baron Zemo. Yeah, yeah, Daniel Bruhl reprising, but he's going to wear the... Uh, uh, He's going to wear the Baron Zemo purple mask, okay. uh, which is, in the comics, he wears, like, a purple 
sock on yeah. his head. Yeah. Uh, which I think in the medium of comics looks really cool. And I, but I totally understand why they did not translate that to live action, and I'm intrigued to see how they do it now. Okay, yeah. Uh, I think there was footage of it, but I'm not sure. Yeah. I don't know. We don't have to keep talking about this yeah. comic concept. But also, yeah, so I, I remember seeing that Black Widow was set between Civil War and Infinity War. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. David Harbour's going to be in it. I don't know who that is, but... Uh, do you watch Stranger Things? No. He, he's in Stranger Things. Okay, yeah. <laughs> uh, there's a character named... Yelena, uh, I'm blanking on her name, but in the comics, she's the second Black Widow. Okay. And I think Rachel Weisz is going to be in it. Okay, yeah. She's cool. She's cool. Yeah. Uh, a supervillain called the Taskmaster? Have you heard of him? No. Oh. Okay, I think he's cool, but okay. we won't get into it. Okay. Uh, <laughs> uh, yeah. yeah. So, yeah, that's, uh, I guess that's, uh, that's the whole... Um, that's the whole Marvel whole section. Marvel, Marvel Spider-Man thread, thready mm. thread. Thread, web, thread, thread, Well, I guess we could still talk. I mean, we we haven't talked about Into the Spider Verse, but I, I mean, yeah, I saw that. I saw that like immediately after my 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 MCU binge in preparation for Endgame. Loved it. I mean, it's a great movie. I just rewatched it like a week ago. Yeah, it's so good. Yeah, it's it's really good. I can't get over how good it is. Yeah, it's just everything. Oh my god. The animation style, yeah. The yeah. the soundtrack, the everything about it, the everything, yeah. The, the it's just like it, yeah. it's not afraid to be bonkers. Yeah, it just it doesn't hold the audience's hand, but also I feel like you can keep up pretty easily. Yeah, uh, you don't have to hold hands with it. Uh, yeah, like <laughs> it's pretty self-explanatory what's what's kind of going on. Yeah, I, I mean, the only thing that you might miss out on a little bit is if you don't know Spider-Man at all. That, but even then, they catch you up with the the opening things. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I feel like it, it goes, and it clearly references the. Uh, I mean, clearly the Chris Pine Spider-Man is Tobey Maguire Spider-Man, but blonde. Uh, Chris. Oh, that was Chris Pine's voice. The first Spider-Man he yeah, dies. Yeah, the original. That's okay. Chris Pine. Oh, yeah. okay. I didn't realize that until okay. after I saw it the first time because I knew all the voices of the other ones. You yeah. know. Who's, um, who's the voice of B? Uh, Peter B. Parker? Yeah. Uh, Jake Johnson, I think his name is. He's the guy from New Girl. Okay. And uh, he's he, he plays, he's in like a lot of movies. He always just kind of plays the same guy. Well, ran, <laughs> random thing, uh, my weightlifting coach, or the weightlifting coach in South Loop, his name is Jake Johnson, but totally different oh. person, obviously. His name might be Jake Johansson or okay. something. I'm probably wrong. I can't. Uh... Okay, that's fine. I can't. I don't know. I'm not. I don't know. Uh, who played Miles? Who played Miles? Yeah, that's know. like the one, or not unknown, but I guess I I've never heard of him. But apparently, his dad's played by this guy uh, Brian Tyree Henry, who's first of all he's speaking of new Marvel news. He's uh, going to be in the Eternals movie. Oh, cool. Uh, but he was he's on the show Atlanta, which is a really good show. If you don't watch Atlanta, you he plays Paperboy. Uh, okay. Yeah, I don't. I don't. You don't know. Either. Okay, it's Donald Glover show. Okay, so who? Yeah, who played Miles? Uh, I don't know. I'm just there's gonna... like there's a lot of big names on that cast list. Yeah. Like I was going through IMDb when I was watching it on Netflix, and I was just surprised. Yeah. Uh, how many? Um, how many people I didn't realize were in that movie? Uh, and I also I don't think I realized like Haley Steinfeld is playing. Uh, what is playing Spider Gwen? Oh, okay. Um, it was Jake Johnson, by the way. I just saw that. Okay, it was Jake Johnson. Yeah. Well, like I knew who it was. I just didn't know his name. Yeah, no, it's actually <laughs> it's actually Jake Johnson, not not Johansson, unless yeah. you know on the stage name or whatever. I don't know where I got Johansson from. I think I confused him with Scarlet. Scarlet. Johansson. <laughs> but okay. Yeah. He's uh, her less famous brother. Oh, so <laughs> yeah, Miles Morales, Shamik Moore. Yeah, I I've never heard of him. Okay, uh, but he does he does a great he job. He does a great job. Yeah. He does a he does a great job. Wait, who plays um his uncle? Because uh, that's also something. Because uh, um, I feel like he's got a distinct deep voice. Yeah, right he's there. got. There's a weird um. There's somebody. There's so many people in that fucking movie. It's like, uh, yeah, just for the audience's perspective, we're both staring at IMDb right now. Yeah, that's what um, we're googling, trying to see so that, who can figure it out. That, that's actually uh, Mahershala. That's what I thought it 
one was that I didn't want to say it because I was like, no, there's there's no way. Yeah, okay. Uh, he's see, he's yeah, blowing up. He's, he's everywhere. fucking everywhere. He's everywhere. Yeah. Uh, oh man, like I feel like uh, he was just some guy in House of Cards. Apparently, he's been in other stuff. I think I was listening to another podcast recently, and apparently, he used to be like part of. Uh, some sort of, like, rap collective. Okay. Uh, sure, yeah. yeah. Uh, and he had, like, a slightly different name yeah. at the time. Uh, I don't know. The guy's cool. Yeah. I like, like, I'm always happy to see him. Because sometimes he shows up in things as just, like, a bit role. Um, like, I think he shows up in that movie Hidden Figures. I don't even know. What, I've never even heard of that movie. Ooh, it was a Best Picture nominee a few years ago. Oh, yeah. Uh, and it, it's about, um... Uh, black women uh, working for the space program in the 60s. Okay. Yeah. Uh, and I think one of them, uh, one of one of them, there's a suitor to one of them who is Mahershala Ali. Oh, okay. Yeah. He just like shows up really quickly. Um, but he's in it and he's great. Just like every time I see him, I'm happy to see him. So I can't wait for this blade. I, have you ever seen the first blades? No. Neither have I. Dude, we gotta see these blades. We gotta see these blades. Uh, all I know about these movies is uh, motherfuckers are always trying to skate uphill. <laughs> Ski uphill. Ski uphill. Ski uphill? Is that it? See, I don't even know the movie. Ski would make more sense because that's more... Skate would also make sense, though. I don't know. Skate. The point is it doesn't make sense. Uh, that's the point of <laughs> the, the line. Uh, okay. There's vampires. It's Guillermo del Toro, too. Yeah. And he's... He's Guillermo del Toro. He's great. Yeah. Uh, cool. Apparently, Blade Three is bad. Okay. Well, Blade but, One and Two are worth but, a watch. Yeah. Watch Blade One. Then. Yeah. I mean, Spider Man Three wasn't worth a watch. Spider Man One and Two were worth a watch. Actually, Spider Man Three is is I've, bad in a fun way. I've heard it. Yeah, that's what I've actually heard. Yeah. Yeah. You've never seen Spider Man Three. No, I have not. We've had this conversation. Not on mic. We've had this conversation. <laughs> we had this conversation when we were watching yeah. Spider Man Two. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it's it's bad. Fun, in a fun way. Fun way. Okay. Yeah. Um, there are like things in it that are cool. Yeah. Uh, Sandman shows up, played by Thomas Hayden Church. And he's fun. And he's Metallica. I actually haven't seen this movie since it was in theaters. I saw that. I saw Spider Man three without having seen Spider Man two. Uh, so I was very lost. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I could imagine. Yeah. And also, since I already hated these movies, I didn't see much of a difference between it and Spider-Man 1 because I was a young man and by young man I mean a young boy and I was just like well it's a sequel to a movie that was bad okay so of course this one is also awful yeah uh, it's fault. yeah Tobey Maguire is really bad in it um, <laughs> yeah yeah you, you know who's a great pick for a, a psychopathic villain Tobey fucking Maguire oh you right he's like a tough all right, because he's Venom, and that's that's what you were talking about. Yeah, yeah. Okay. What a what an upgrade Tom Hardy is. I say, having not seen this new Venom movie, which apparently has some goofy. Apparently, history. it's also bad, but yeah. Apparently, there's a scene with lobsters in it that's hilarious. Maybe. <laughs> okay. I don't know. Apparently, he's doing a weird voice. I I've never seen that. Uh, I mean, certainly Tom Hardy's got more of that psychopathic. Um, I mean, he played Bane, so he's, he's like an actually. Good act. Like I think, look, no, I'm not. I don't want to diss. Um, what's his name again? Toby. Did I? Maguire. Was I saying Toby Maguire played Venom in that movie? It, does, it, doesn't he? Oh fuck. Or does uh, he not? No. What's the name of that guy from that '70s show? Our audience is 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 young. Screaming. They're screaming at me. Uh, the guy who plays Eric Foreman. He. Uh, Ashton Kutcher. No, it's not Ashton Kutcher. It's the, the dweeby one. And he likes to, in real life, the actor recuts the Star Wars movies. Dude, uh, he, he famously recuts the... Oh, no. It's real uh, it's, bad. The point is, that actor, who... Bit of a dweeb, and he plays Venom. Eric Foreman, okay. Yeah. Eric Foreman is the name of the character on the show. I know, I know. Yeah. Topher Grace. Topher Grace. Okay, yeah. The name says it all. Yeah. I mean, like, what? look, Venom might be a bad movie, but Ed Hardy, you're going from... Tom Hardy. You're... Right? Did I right? fucking say... So you said Ed? Because when I think of Venom, just even as just a character, because I'm actually not a big fan of this character. Okay, yeah. 
he just feels like an Ed Hardy kind of character. Yeah, yeah, I get you. Uh, you know, there there are some superhero characters, especially from the '90s, that just feel very Ed Hardy to me. Yeah, they've got the same. Like, I feel like people who are who would wear an Ed Hardy shirt would be a fan of that character, like a like a fan of Ghost Rider. Yeah, you know, I get you. Ghost Rider. He's got his appeal, but uh, I think he's an Ed Hardy character. Yeah, yeah. So, so, so. Yeah, we're finally done with the Spider-Man. Yeah, we should probably. We've been talking about all yeah, that. We've been talking about a while. Uh, what else is new? Oh, no, no, no. we saw Macbeth. We should talk about that a little bit more. They they definitely went for the uh, Stalin angle very hard. Yeah, um, I'm seeing it again. I'm like, I don't, I, I don't like Patrick Stewart as much in it as it. Uh, you know, the first time I saw, it, I was just you know fanboying out because it's, it's Patrick Stewart as Macbeth. Yeah, the the guy who played Macduff in this version. Oh, and yeah. Now, what is the title of this Macbeth version so that our audience, if they're a little bit lost, can say Google it? Oh, uh, I don't, I don't really know. It's just, oh, it's, just, it's just Macbeth. And yeah, just Google Macbeth and Patrick Stewart, Stewart. and then he should in, have in Russia. Uh, he should have like a bloody hand. I think it's Rupert Gould, maybe, okay. for, for the director. I, I, or I might be wrong. Because it was interesting. I had never, I mean, I vaguely know. I understand the theme of Macbeth. Like, you know, I've heard about that. Yeah, elucidate that for us in case, you know. It's just a guy who starts grabbing for power uh, above his station or whatever. And then Hubris takes him down. Yeah, uh, yeah. Uh, he's he's hoisted by his own petard. Um, the fact that he's a dick is his downfall. Uh, there's a guy named Macduff, and the, that actor was the one we were impressed by. Yes, the guy who played Macduff in that particular yes. adaptation. And so, just in case you were worried, we watched a Shakespeare adaptation without a Game of Thrones actor. That actor who played Macduff was a great joy. Oh really? The Thrones series. Yeah. Played Damp Hair, aka Aaron Greyjoy. Not a very big character in the TV show. Not a huge one in the books either. But like a little bit. He's he's Theon's uncle. Wow. But his whole thing is that he became a priest of the drowned god, and he's a total religious fanatic. Okay. Uh Michael Feast. Yeah. Okay. I'm seeing this and uh it's by the way, the way to find it is just Macbeth twenty ten okay. by Rupert Gould. Yeah. As the director, okay, it's got Patrick Stewart in it. Uh, Lady yeah. Macbeth is Kate Fleetwood. Yeah, she's pretty great. Yeah, she's pretty, uh, she's good at it. They kind of like it. It just feels like her her part kind of peters out. But I guess that's just the play itself. That's I've never seen. I'm, yeah, I'm guessing that's more the play itself. Yeah, because so the version of Macbeth I had seen in the past was, um, I mean, it wasn't a real version. It was, um, it was a version that they were trying to squeeze the whole story into 20 minutes. Yeah, and kind of improvised. Yeah. Like, they had a time limit on stage, and they were like, all right, we're going to do Macbeth in 20 minutes. Yeah. Um, and Macbeth, Lady Macbeth felt like a much... Like, she felt like the main character in that particular production. Yeah. <laughs> uh, she, so I was surprised seeing this one. <laughs> she kind of takes... She, she drives the action a lot, actually. Or she, yeah, she drives time. a lot of the early action. Yeah. And then once he actually becomes king... Yeah, she kind of just has PTSD from it all. Yeah, which yeah. is so weird because it feels like in the beginning she's completely unaffected by everything. She's she, the one. She's like, just just kill him, man. Like, why can't you, like, why can't you just kill him? Be a man. Kill him. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, she's the one that's just like, I'm heartless. We're just going to do all this shit. Yeah. And then... You just see she's, her, she's just like an apart. act later, yeah. and she's falling apart, totally not sleeping, apart. not sleeping, basically, yeah. yeah, sleepwalking, in fact, and just hallucinating. <laughs> Which is weird because during those dinner scenes in between, when he's already king, yeah, because there, so there are scenes where they're at dinner together with all their yeah. uh, fellow lords, yeah, um, and um, He's going crazy, and she seems all put together. Yeah. Uh, and then just the next scene we see her in, she is totally cuckoo banana pants. Yeah. Uh, with no explanation. Well, but the actress well, is great. Well, 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 the explanation is that she hasn't been sleeping, so I guess yeah. maybe it just caught up to her. Yeah, but it just didn't really feel like there was any yeah, sort it was of... A, there uh, should have been at least another scene to, like, you like, know... There should have been Bridget. foreshadowing. Yeah. It just... That 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 was my feeling about that. Yeah, there was a little. It wasn't quite. Yeah, it wasn't earned enough. But she was good in the scene. Just yeah, that I don't know. I mean, look, uh, not to not to put uh, William Shakespeare on blast, but I think I'm going to put William Shakespeare on blast. 
podcast. Dude. Yeah. Uh, that was bad writing, dude. It was just bad writing. I mean, not to tell you how to write. I guess, I guess that's your thing, but like, <laughs> should have foreshadowed, you know? Uh, it was bad writing. Uh, William Shakespeare, bad writer. Bad writer. Bad writer. <laughs> um, uh, yeah. Uh, oh, man. Uh, but I, I like, uh, yeah, um, the guy who played Macduff, yeah. uh, other than the fact that he was in Game of Thrones, was fucking captivated. Yeah, he was, dude, his, his scenes with, um, with Duncan were, uh, so good, so good, so good. Spoiler alert for a 400-year-old play, but this character loses his entire family. Yeah. And there is a scene where he processes that fact. Oh, yeah. And this actor just... You're just, yeah, oh. Oh, you're just hanging on every word. Yeah. Because I feel like well, you and I were talking about this with, with Shakespeare. I mean, my particular feeling is that sometimes they talk and, and I kind of fade in and out. Yeah. And I'm not hearing every word. Yeah. And I'm just kind of following whatever yeah. the actor's emoting. Yeah. Uh, this guy was on the next level where yeah. it was, you I was went with every, every word. single yeah. word. Yeah. I was just, I was in it. Um, so that the, blew me away. So the uh, we talked about the series before, but the playing Shakespeare series with John Barton, yeah. the all RSC actors, they they talk about this actually thing, which is if you like the idea is, and he, even John Barton admits it. He's like, you know, like a lot of times, like if I'm listening to a speech in a play of Shakespeare, like I don't follow every word unless the actor makes me follow every word. Yeah, and in fact, he he mentions that there's you know there's a danger of playing. Just playing the general feeling of yeah. a speech or, or like a, a scene and not finding the emotion organically. And in doing that, it makes it hard to follow every word. If you find every word, then the audience goes along with you. But if you don't, then you just kind of – they're like, oh, I get he's mad or whatever it is. Yeah. But he, you're not listening to every single word. They're either playing the emotion of the scene itself or playing the – like they're – you know. Uh, he made the – he made – the speech feel like it wasn't pre-written. Yeah, yeah, that's, uh, that, that's exactly the point. Yeah, yeah, yeah he, he found that he found the words organically because he because the character needed them. Yeah, know? yeah. So that's yeah. He mentioned and that's it was funny because like I mean he was a professional or like one of the best directors ever saying that he doesn't follow it unless the actor makes him and yeah. also saying that like that um, well, the actor should yeah I mean. <laughs> It should. The onus should be on the actor to make you follow. Yeah. Uh, if you're bored out of your skull, or not necessarily bored, but just not even able to hang on to the words. Yeah. Uh, and they're not playing compelling enough. I don't. I don't know. Like, yeah. There's so much Shakespeare in the world. Uh, pay attention to the best stuff. Yeah. Uh, maybe. Maybe. Is that a good opinion? Or a bad opinion. I don't know. <laughs> I'm not gonna have. I don't have an opinion on your opinion right okay. now. Okay. <laughs> okay. Um, That's how it is. Yeah. So, like, I actually think. So, actually, I think Patrick Stewart falls more into that trap in in this particular version, where he plays a little bit too much of the general quality of the speech rather than finding every word. I feel like the Shakespeare that I've seen him do, which is not much. It's, this is the most significant Shakespeare thing that I've seen. Yeah. Yet. But I'm always more impressed by somebody else. Yeah, because you saw the other one with David Suchet. Yeah, I saw him do yeah. a um, Shylock and Merchant of Venice. Yeah. Just like, it, was, it wasn't it was a production, it was part of this... Yeah, the playing uh, Shakespeare series. Playing Shakespeare series. So it was a demonstration of... Yeah, and it was just the two of them kind of squaring off, playing the same character, but interpreting it differently. differently yep. And I was not impressed by Patrick Stewart's. Maybe in part, because this other actor... Really impressive. Yeah, David Suchet. That's yeah. his name. Yeah, yeah. I don't know how that's how you pronounce, but David and then S U C H E T. Like Patrick Stewart would go on, and I'd be, I'd think it was fun, uh, but you know, I wasn't very compelled. It felt a little cartoony to me. Okay, yeah. Uh, it did. Yeah, it did. I, I felt that too. Yeah. Yeah. David Suchet went on, and that character felt real. Yeah. Uh, which is the same thing that happened in this Macbeth production. I mean. I wouldn't say it's Macbeth necessarily. There were times where it felt a little cartoony, but um, oh, the, not the, nearly the, as much. The dagger scene for me felt really cartoony, and then and then the uh, the Banquo scene. Yeah, with that where where he's you know. The, and he's seen there are scenes where he really hams it up, and that's when it feels a little cartoony. Yeah, uh, love Patrick Stewart. Yeah, uh, like 
uh, in Star Trek, <laughs> yeah, he's 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 on fire, and whenever he does Shakespeare at Star Trek, that's that's great, yeah. great. But it's also he's not he's not playing an actor playing Shakespeare in those. He's yeah. playing just a the captain, a captain about. who with a love of, of the English language. Yes, yes. Did you see Tangent Back to Comic Con? Did you see that Picard trailer? I saw a Picard trailer. I don't know if it was the Picard trailer. I think it is the. So it's like uh, it starts with like you know Data made the ultimate sacrifice and then stuff. yeah that's referencing stuff that I'm not up to yet but apparently that's from Nemesis that's from Nemesis yeah, yeah. Uh, spoilers I guess but I, mean, uh, I don't know I mean I, I don't like that movie that much anyways I, I don't like, I don't think most people do <laughs> I don't like the way that they kill him off either so yeah oh well that Brent Spiner makes an appearance in that trailer yeah yeah Brent Spiner does yeah. as does Jerry Ryan that's right Jerry Ryan does too. yeah. Uh, uh, character, a character I still have not seen in the TV show itself. Because I'm not up to Voyager. Yeah, you're not. I still haven't finished TNG for that matter. You and she only appears in Voyager like ha- after like halfway. Really? Yeah. Oh man, she seemed like such a uh, major. Uh, sorry, uh, this is relating to the new segment I'm going to introduce at some point. Uh, <laughs> uh, she she seems from all the material involved that she's like one of the more major characters so that's interesting well there's I mean she's they, they, they do the whole data exploration theme yeah a lot in, in Voyager 2 but it's more through the doctor and her okay the doctor ne- having never been human trying to find his humanity or trying to understand humanity and her having been human but then like PTSD from being Borg yeah yeah which would be interesting play, playing that off of Picard. Yeah, because they also showed a board ship in that trailer, right? Uh, and, and 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 her seven of nine in that in the trailer seemed very much more well adjusted to humanity than than her. And my assumption is like twenty years past. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, which, as it had in real life. Yeah, real life, right? exactly. Yeah. Uh, exactly. Uh, I don't know. I, I thought it looked cool, but I'm not going to watch that particular show until I've. Watched. Discovery? I have like nine, ten, eleven seasons of Star Trek to watch before I watch. Oh, jeez, yeah. Yeah, so I'm not gonna watch Picard for a while. Especially because I watch Star Trek so slow. Since we last talked about Star Trek on the pod, like we talked, we had a big long episode with Eric. We talked all about Yeah. It. I have kind of really slowed down. I've only watched a couple episodes since then. But you've seen a couple of DS9 episodes. I saw yeah. the pilot. Yeah, you saw uh, And that's pretty much where I stopped. Oh, wow. Right. You haven't past the pilot. It's because I was just I, I suddenly got to this position where now I'd be alternating between DS9 and... Um, TNG, yeah. Yeah. Uh, okay. Uh, wait, let me see if this is ready. One second. Uh, oh, okay. That's funny. Alright. Sorry to interrupt the flow of this entire podcast. Uh, we're gonna introduce a new segment now. Eco doesn't know what this is. I don't segment. know what this is. I don't know. Uh, so a little bit of preamble. We only have one segment in this podcast, as you know. Now, what is that segment called? <laughs> the uh, Steve Israel Memorial Question. All right. Yeah. So I was recently in Virginia. Uh, Steve Israel lives in Maryland. Uh, long story short, today I've decided Maryland is my enemy. Uh, <laughs> we, we can get into that in a little bit. Uh, but um, I drove to I drove up to Maryland to hang out with Steve Israel. Uh, not dead, as the Steve Israel Memorial question segment of this podcast would have you believe. Right. I talked to him. I told him that there's a segment of the podcast named after him. Yeah. At which point he admitted he has never seen listened to our show. Okay. So he did not know that. Yeah. But uh, then he corrected me because apparently it shouldn't be called the Steve Israel Memorial question. Apparently it should be called the Danny Clark Memorial question. Because that is not Steve Israel's question. It's Danny Clark's question. But Danny Clark is also not dead. Danny Clark, also not dead. Is Danny Clark somebody that you know personally? He is. Okay. Steve Israel knows him much better. Okay. Apparently Steve Israel going to be the officiant at Danny Clark's wedding. Oh, cool. Yeah. Uh, he's going to get them married. He got he got licensed and everything. Okay. Anyways. Uh, so Steve Israel proposed that we keep that in. But we introduce a new segment that's properly named after him. <laughs> called the Steve Israel Memorial Joke. Okay. <laughs> Where I text him, and then he texts me back a joke. Okay. All right. Yeah. Uh, would you like to hear this joke? Let's hear the Steve Israel Memorial joke. <laughs> Two goldfish are in a tank. One goldfish 
says to the other goldfish, Hey, do you know how to drive this thing? Okay. And the other goldfish says, No, that's the whole joke. Because you know a fish tank? Oh. Uh, like and that's the new segment! Oh. <laughs> that's part of why I was waiting a little bit to do that is because... I was just looking at the text message and also trying to engage with you and have a conversation. Yeah. So I was waiting for the punchline also. Yeah. <laughs> and then I realized, no, no the joke is a punchline. Wow. Uh, uh, great joke, Steve. Uh, Eco didn't get it. Uh, <laughs> no, I think it's a funny joke. I think it's a good joke. When I got it, I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> All the best jokes I have to explain. The tank. Uh, yeah, but Maryland's my enemy now. Uh, I so can wow. I tell you about this? Yeah, sure. I felt like I I wanted to wait till this happened, but I, I kind of want to go off. So on Maryland there. is your enemy. Uh, will Will Shakespeare and me the podcast? Uh, because he's a bad writer. We decided bad writer. Okay. Uh, Maryland. Uh, I don't know if you want to get behind hating a whole state. Uh, but I'm I mean, gonna I say have I, I I know a few people from Maryland. My dad's from Maryland. Yeah, still my enemy. You know. I had this whole email thread with my dad about how I hate Maryland now today. Okay. Uh, and he said, well, more Old Bay for the rest of us. You know Old Bay? No. Oh, man. It's Maryland seasoning. But you put on crab chips. Okay. And fries and everything. I know people who, like, just, you know, keep it on them at all times. Wow. It's a great seasoning. Wow. Uh, anyways. Um, so I drove up to Maryland to hang out with Steve Israel. Yeah. Uh, as we, the person we just discussed. Yes, yes. Um... Uh, Three things happened. One, I got a parking ticket. Mm. Uh, for really dumb reasons, and it's because they have bad signage. So that's Maryland's fault. Yeah. Um, number two, I tried to go to a bar. Okay. And they didn't let me in because I have I have a vertical license. And so even though it's an official license that hasn't expired yet, that has my correct age on it, and every other state I've been to accepts my vertical license, in Maryland, the over 21 license is horizontal. And so and they were just too dumb. The, the particular bar I went to had apparently gotten in trouble for letting people drink with vertical license. Wow. And so they had signs all outside of the bar just saying, hey, if this is an issue for you, don't complain to us. Complain to the city councilors. Uh, so I, I can't go to a bar in Maryland, even though I'm over the age of 21 by about almost six years. But this particular bar... Uh, apparently I looked online. This is everywhere. Okay. Okay. Uh, and then, uh, number three, this just happened today. I got caught speeding in Maryland. Uh, now this one is my fault. How did this happen today? Because it's like a speeding camera. Okay. So this is delayed. So it's a said, delayed, yeah, yeah, okay, yeah. You know, they go through it. They look at your license plate. Yeah. They get in contact okay. with you. This one's delayed. And you know what? This is my fault. I was going like 20 miles over the speed limit. Wow. Uh, <laughs> But it's just the indignity of doing that after they already did these other two things. You know what? Maryland, you're on blast. I've liked you for years. You have the best state flag there is. Uh, that's not going to save you this time. Anyways, what were we talking about before I so rudely interrupted <laughs> with the Steve Israel Memorial joke section of the I think podcast. we were at... I mean, we just finished... We're wrapping up about Macbeth and, uh, and Patrick Stewart. Oh, yeah, and... Uh, Oh, yeah, we went on the Star Trek tangent. Yeah. Uh, so, Macbeth? Uh, no, nah, I think that's wrapped up. It's Yeah? It's, you it's know a, what? Uh, my, my review of Macbeth, how, how many, how many uh, let's say, bloody knives? No. Witches' cauldrons, because there's a whole... No. No. <laughs> how many Patrick Stewart, or flags of Patrick Stewart looking just like Joseph Stalin would you give... <laughs> Uh, that version of Macbeth out of ten. Um, oh, out of ten. Okay. Yeah. I don't know. Let me see. I want to say eight. Eight. It's like solid, but could be better. Yeah, solid, but could be better. I think I'm gonna go seven point nine. Yeah. Uh, just be less than you. Just be less. Uh, because <laughs> uh, you know what? I'm I'm gonna say it now. Uh, that William Shakespeare guy, not a bad writer. Yeah. I know that contradicts other things I've said yeah. in this very episode. <laughs> Well, he apparently, I mean, part of his uh, trick, I, if you watch that series, uh, it's like some characters are contradictory, in, in a, or they seem to contradictory, but they make sense if you 
take everything together. Yeah. No, I I, I think it was. Yeah. I, I think it was pretty good. Yeah. There were some like weird trippy scenes with those witches. Oh yeah. Uh, and then you know they had the whole what is it toil toil bubble and yeah yeah yeah. yeah. Uh, I forget what yeah yeah where where they do the thing like that. That's the scene that basically defines what witches are. Yeah, for the blah, next blah, blah, and cold rebel. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I don't remember the exact words. I don't either. It's 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 a famous line. Uh, yeah. But then they, like, throw in double, all these double weird toil double and trouble. trouble. Yeah. I know double. trouble's in there, and I know double's in there, and there's toil. Fire, burn, and cauldron bubble. Yeah, they rhyme a lot. They, the it's witches, almost like this Shakespeare guy rhymes. Well, the witches rhyme a lot because they. I mean, yeah. their speech is different than everybody else's. Like, well, yeah, he kind of he kind of distinguishes people by their. You know, like they very much also just have like a Greek choir vibe to them. Yeah, just in the way like a. Yeah, you mentioned because they they also they have the self fulfilling prophecies. Yeah, and the uh, the yeah, um, it's very much a Greek kind of play, like yeah. a classical Greek play. Self fulfilling prophecies and do, do uh, they hubris have, in general. Hubris. Then there's the um, what's it called the. Um, the, the the quibbles, I guess, or what do you the, mean? the things the things that you know the uh, Dunsinane uh, like don't fear until Dunsinane do come to or Burnham would do come to Dunsinane, no man of woman born that type of thing. Oh yeah 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 yeah. Like, so that kind of weird like prophecy that that sounds like you're going to be able to avoid it. Yeah, uh, but, but then, you totally misinterpret it. Yeah, yeah yeah. I think I forget, there's a specific name for it, but um, yeah. I really liked. I mean, the first time I watched it, I mean, I, I went in without spoilers. I, I just knew that he kills the king, right? Basically, yeah. but um, the first time I watched it, I was the moment where where Macduff says to 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 make that uh, Macduff was from his mother's womb, untimely ripped. I was like, "What shit? I, shit!" I didn't know that that would be the the twist in the end. So I thought he would be like he would be killed by a woman, and I thought it was just going to be his right. wife would kill him. Okay, yeah, yeah. That, uh, yeah, that would have been interesting. Yeah, like, yeah. I could see that, uh, yeah, because I feel like that's a common twist where, oh, no man, man, the wording said no man, man, but then it's a woman. Yeah. Um, but you know what? I guess um, I guess they didn't have women's lib in uh, Shakespeare's time. Right. So, so. You know. Uh, I mean, Lady Macbeth did her did her get her hands dirty. She did, but uh, uh, yeah, but she she wasn't the prophesied one. It was Macduff. It was Macduff all along. Which I was just like, ah, oh, we thought it was going to be Macduff. Yeah, yeah. It makes it does make. I fun. wanted the twist of it being Lady Macbeth, the person who was closest to him. Yeah, uh, because I this this is why I'm disappointed that when she went crazy is because I wanted to go, her to go crazy in the kind of way where. Um, because this is the way that I thought the play went. Okay. Because having not seen it and not knowing the back half. Yeah. And this is why I'm so disappointed that she just kind of went she crazy died. and then just died. Uh, killed herself? Did she kill herself? They don't say it. Okay. They don't really say it. Uh, feels exactly. We don't even know exactly how she died. Um, I was disappointed because what I thought would happen is it would be a little telltale tale hearty. Yeah. Uh, like Edgar Allan Poe, where he would just go crazy with guilt, which is what was kind of going on. And she would see that happening and she would just get more and more annoyed with it because she's like, you're going to ruin this for us. Okay. Uh, and then she would kill him uh, just because he was going to lead, like he was going to be both of their downfall. Yeah. So she was just going to kill him so she, he she's, didn't bring her down. So she would That's the way be, I thought the play was going to yeah, go. She's ultimately the more ruthless one. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, and I was like, that would have been really cool. Been cool. Yeah. And that's what I thought because I thought that Lady Macbeth was more ruthless in the end than she turned out to be. Right, right. Because of the weird version that I saw at a Renaissance festival in the worst state in the uh, 50 states of the Union. They uh, tricked you about the ending of Macbeth. They did. Look, see, Maryland is just doing more and more shitty stuff. Um, we should all hate Maryland. Um, Michael Kidd, I still love you. <laughs> there, there are a lot of things. Uh, Dad, I still love you. Uh, <laughs> but let me tell you, I am no longer an Orioles fan. I don't you I don't care enough about baseball. Yeah. To, no, because of my dad, I've always been. I'm an Orioles fan. Yeah. But uh, then the Nationals happened, and then I just don't follow enough baseball to pay attention to either team. So I guess I'm a Nationals fan. Okay. Yeah. Wow. Clearly, my loyalties aren't hard 
fast in, nope. in, in baseball. I mean, I'm certainly not going to start becoming a Redskins fan instead of a Ravens fan. Like, go Ravens. No, not 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 go Ravens, but I'm not going to jump to the Redskins because right. Dan Snyder sucks yeah, and yeah. that name sucks. Yep. Uh, I guess I'm a Bears fan now? I guess so. No. Is there a football team I should be a fan of now? Because I can't be a Ravens fan because I hate you Maryland. Can, you can just be a fan of the Bears. I don't know if they're even that good. <sighs> I don't think they, they are. I don't follow They haven't. Either. They haven't really that good. So Yeah. Um... I'll just choose a team this year. That's what I'll do. Is I'm gonna jump on. I'm gonna bandwagon onto just a random team. Yeah. Uh, just one that's like doesn't seem like I'm not gonna jump on to Pittsburgh or New England. Yeah. yeah fuck right. those that, guys. Yeah. You're never, you're never gonna jump into Dallas because no. Uh, fuck those guys. <laughs> fuck the Eagles. Yeah. Um, look, I'm fuck the Giants. Uh, oh, yeah. Fuck the Colts. Man, I'm really narrowing it down right it, here. The Colts because of the Baltimore thing. Yeah. Okay. But also, wait, maybe I should be a fan of the Colts now. Because they, 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 the <laughs> they stole a football team from Baltimore. Because <laughs> uh, I always hated them for years, but now. Yeah. Now. Now, I'm going to become a team of like a random one in the West. I never I never think about West Coast teams. Let's see. You got, you got a couple choices. Oakland's, or I mean, they're they're, they're, they're the Vegas Raiders now? Oh, are they? Fuck. There's so much has changed. But the Raiders, yeah. Chargers, uh, Niners. Uh, Seahawks, those are the ones I can really think of. Uh, reach out to me if you're listening to this and you have a football team that you think I could be a fan of. Okay. Um, I'm an orphan now because I've disassociated <laughs> myself from the awful state of Maryland uh, with its awful Old Bay seasoning and Natty Bow and Flying Dog Brewery and its awful uh, Bethesda software. Co- oh no, I can't play Skyrim anymore. <laughs> This is tough. Oh, no. Um, oh, no. Oh, no. Uh, I literally played three hours of Skyrim yesterday. This is going to be tough. Oh, man. I know it's been eight years. <laughs> I am still playing Skyrim. Uh, <laughs> uh, I would say you probably would like the Seahawks. The Seahawks? I rooted for them one year. I'm, I'm going to guess. When yeah. they were in the Super Bowl. Yeah. I clearly don't. Like, I can be a Caps fan still because they're a DC yeah. team. Yeah. I can be fans of DC teams. But I'm just choosing random things from Maryland to hate because it's a state that I've always loved. Do you know the state sport, the official state sport? Lacrosse, right? No. no. Uh, it should be lacrosse. Wait, uh, wait, apparently, wait. Uh, lacrosse, because there was already an official state sport of, uh, and it's a ridiculous sport, there's an official state, uh, so lacrosse became the official team sport of Maryland because it is the hub of lacrosse. Yeah, but the official... I think you said this in an earlier podcast. I probably did, I don't remember, it's such it a fun fact. Say it again, say it again. Jousting. Jousting. Okay, yeah, yeah, you yeah. did say that before. Uh, yeah. I hate Michael Phelps now. Uh, Maryland's favorite son. Oh, man. Yeah. So many good things I have to hate now. <laughs> no, bad things, because they're from <laughs> Maryland. They're from Maryland. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, no, PRSs, those guitars are from... Well, the... Oh, the fuck PSA. those! What are they even doing in here? <laughs> I'm trying to think um, BWI the airport the, in Baltimore okay um, yeah fuck them the band OAR I think is from Maryland Joe Name, not Joe not Joe Namath but um, Johnny Unitas who? oh you don't know Johnny Unitas is he a football player? yeah he was a because you were doing the football Baltimore promotion. Colts QB yeah oh one of, the, one of the greatest of all time well I can't be a fan of the Colts because they used to be in Baltimore yeah uh, that's that's my reasoning for still hating the Colts. Yeah, because they now, have the history of the. I, I hated them because they were stolen from Baltimore, and now I hate them because they have any connection. Okay. <laughs> uh, dad, don't listen to this episode. Uh, I don't hate my dad because he spent more time in Virginia than he has. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Yeah. Okay. Uh, I, I I texted him earlier that I already said the thing about old day. Why am I I'm repeating yeah. myself? Okay. Uh, okay, so yes, uh, I don't know what else there's. The, is there anything else to cover? I don't know, man. We gave this a short one. I mean, this yeah, is, this, this we were already an hour in, so yeah, so it's good. Uh, plugs then. I don't have it. Uh, I'm gonna be uh, doing. I'm gonna be doing more improv soon. But, okay. Yeah. I've got. Uh, did you sign for the co-op? I did. That's what I meant by I'm doing more improv. Cool. Soon. Cool. Are you, are you doing the co-op? I haven't signed up. So oh, I'm doing okay. Mint, so that takes a lot of time. You're doing what? Mint. Mint. Music Improv Night, Tuesdays at the Annoyance, 7.30. Uh, 
yeah, come see me and other people sing and do scenes and then sing some more and then do scenes and sing some more. And then there's an audience jam afterwards. So if you want to come up and uh, try it, there's your chance. It's a lot of fun. That sounds dope. Yeah. That sounds audience participation. Yeah. Musical improv. Yeah. Eco doing improv. Yeah. Eco doing musical improv. Yeah. Audience, why aren't you there yet? If you're listening to this podcast, why aren't you, if you're in a car, turn the car around and drive to... Tuesday. Drive to Tuesday. Drive to Tuesday. Drive to the Annoyance Theater in Chicago. Uh, not the one in New York. And go see... Uh, Mint. Go see Mint. Yeah. Do it now. And then, uh, and then, I don't know, just tweet at me uh, more things I should hate from Baltimore <laughs> and Maryland. Maryland in general. Baltimore's fine. This was Silver Spring. Specifically, if you have a thing to hate about Silver Spring, Maryland, yeah, uh, let's hate on that. Yeah. Uh, you know what? Uh, also, just tell me what, um, what football team I'm a fan of now. I should be the Seahawks, I guess? Yeah. I want to say, I would say Seahawks. But I guess I'm know. a Seahawks fan. Uh, go. Ooh. Yeah, that's our episode. Yep. <laughs> Was there anything else I oh, wanted? Nice little guitar riff. Oh yeah, catch me at Mo's on Sundays. Catch Eco at Mo's. Bye. Later. <laughs>